Welcome to the second episode of the Story of You podcast, where we help you find, create, strengthen, and share your own personal brand with the people who matter. In today's episode, we're going to talk about Richard Branson's personal brand, we'll hear a few words from our sponsor, and then we'll do some exercises to help you find your own personal brand. I'm Holly Antle, and I'll be hosting this episode. Let's get started. A writer on LinkedIn made the bold claim that Richard Branson's personal brand is a hundred times more powerful than Virgin's brand. On the surface, that clearly seems to be the case. Reed writes, his personal brand is so powerful that he showers glitter and gold over every single Virgin brand because of his iconic entrepreneurial status. And all of this makes Richard Branson our ideal candidate for Celebrity of the Week. So let's first look at who he is. Richard Branson, although we should call him Sir Richard Branson since he's a night bachelor, he's an entrepreneur who founded and runs the Virgin Group, a group of about 400 companies that does everything from fitness to space travel. Virgin Group started off as a small record store in London that Branson started with his friend Nick Powell. This store eventually became Virgin Records, and the Virgin brand continued throughout many of Branson's future business ventures. When it comes to entrepreneurship, Branson is King Midas. He's developed a cult of personality, and he certainly got the right personality for it. Branson's personal brand is fun, adventure, and excitement. He's the kind of guy that you'd love to have a beer with. His brand is that he's a risk taker, always willing to try new things, and he's a supporter of entrepreneurship and disruption. Richard Branson is what every entrepreneur wishes they could be. His brand is most definitely aspirational. After all, here he is with a net worth of $5.1 billion scuba diving on his own private island with the Obamas. <laughs> he's wealthy, successful, well-liked, well-respected, and he seems to genuinely love what he's doing. Isn't that what we're all really looking for? Branson's content creation aligns with that goal. Stories and myths about the man and his history abound. For example, Virgin Airlines started when he was stranded in a Puerto Rico airport and his flight to the Virgin Islands was canceled. He called a private charter jet company and as a joke walked around the airport with a sign that said Virgin Airways $39 one way to the British Virgin Islands. By the time the jet was ready, it was full. As this is one of the most popular stories about the man, let's look at it critically and see how the story strengthens his personal brand. Stranded in an airport. That's an experience many of us have had. With that setup, we can see him as an everyman. He's just like us. His flight got canceled and he got stranded. But Richard Branson isn't just everyman. He's not going to sit stuck in some Puerto Rican airport when he should be on the beach. So he calls up a charter jet company, thus solving the problem for himself and finding a way to get to the islands. This paints him as someone who takes bold action. You see, the story never says that he checked his bank balance first to see whether he could afford the flight. 
It never tells us whether he called his assistant to have her find him a charter jet company nearby that could do it as quickly as he wanted it. It skips all the boring parts. And the story you get is a story of a man who saw a problem and solved it in one simple step. But the next part, that's the linchpin to Branson's successful brand. Because he realized that he was not the only person stranded in the airport. Now the cynical side of me says that he was trying to defray the cost of the charter jet, and that's probably true. But the fact is, he realized that if he was having this problem, he probably wasn't the only person there having the same problem. His solution, the brilliance of his solution, was how neatly it solved problems for everyone in a win-win-win sort of way. He was able to defray the cost of the charter jet and probably turned a small profit. Stranded passengers were able to get where they were going, probably for a very fair price, and he got to continue his vacation. Now we're going to look at why his personal brand is so successful and what we can learn from this. The biggest reason it's successful is that it comes across as genuine. I truly believe that Richard Branson is every bit as friendly and personable as he appears to be. And those who have met him personally universally agree. Now, that doesn't mean that he never has a bad day, I'm sure. But because a key element of his personal brand is his friendliness, that means he must always be consistently friendly. The consistency is what helps to strengthen the genuineness of that personal brand. Now, I think it's important to stop and note that not everyone should try to mimic Branson's friendly and casual brand. It works for him because he's able to work that brand. It's natural for him. But trying to mimic someone else's style when it's not natural for you, that's only going to make it look fake, and that will damage your brand significantly. Now, another aspect of Branson's personality is that he's aspirational. He's most popular with entrepreneurs and small business owners because his history backs that story up. He's a high school dropout. He's legitimately a self-made billionaire. He's relatable because we can see ourselves as someone who didn't come from wealth and privilege. But he's also aspirational when you look at where he is now. And that's a very fine line to walk. Unfortunately, we also have to talk about what Richard Branson could be doing better. <laughs> and with Richard Branson, this is a short list. If I have to name a negative from Richard Branson, it is that he's largely inaccessible. Now, if you can get access to the man, he's friendly, engaged, and a lot of fun to hang out with. But a man in his position can't really afford to be too accessible. He's just too popular. Still, I generally think that it's good advice to be as accessible as you can be. So what do you think? What do you like most about Richard Branson? Is there anything you dislike? Tell me in the comments. Now I'm going to switch gears here for a few minutes because it is time for our sponsor message. Today's episode is sponsored by Laurel Books. Laurel Books helps authors write, 
pitch and market their own books, and they're a wonderful partner for the Story of You podcast. Writing a book is one of the fastest ways to build a personal brand that's consistent with your values and ambition. And Laurel Books can help you create a manuscript, edit and proofread the manuscript, find a publisher, self-publish, or market your book. To learn more, check them out at www.laurelbooks.com. Now back to our show. One of the things I mentioned earlier about Richard Branson is that his persona aligns with his natural personality traits. You see, it's not enough to build your own personal brand. You have to find it within yourself, and sometimes that's the hardest thing to do. But your brand must align with your own values and personality, or it will read as fake. So the first step here is to figure out what you want your personal brand to say. And as I read off some of these phrases, I want you to say them to yourself. I want you to feel them. See how they feel to you. Does it feel like you? Okay, here goes. I help. I lead. I create. I transform. I manage. I oversee. I give. I build. Now this is basically the very first element of your personal brand. What do you do? How do you do it? Let's look at these phrases one more time and see which one best fits you. Ready? Here we go. I help. I lead. I create. I transform. I manage. I oversee. I give. And I build. Now at this point you have the first two words of your one sentence personal brand. For me it's I help. I've always felt like a supporting character, like my job is to help other people get where they want to go. So the next question is that you have to pick an object to go along with your verb. For example, I help authors. I lead engineers. I create advertisements. I transform company culture. I manage a team of marketers. I oversee global distribution. I give guidance and instruction. I build new companies. Now the key here, no matter what it is that you do, is to get specific. I don't just help people. I help authors. You don't just manage employees. You manage a team of marketers. Get very, very specific who or what you're working with. It's important here to not look at what you want to do, at what you are doing now, but at what you want to do in the future. And it's important to be specific. 
Maybe I create advertisements for dog groomers, but I really want to create advertisements that introduce the world to new and innovative products. So it's important that we think ahead here, even though we're phrasing this in the present tense. Now the next question is why? Why do you do what you do? And this one is one of the most challenging ones. And it's also very challenging to be truly and brutally honest here. For example, I do this podcast because it pays the bills. Don't we all do our work because we want to get paid? But the reason I chose to do this podcast is because I've seen firsthand the impact that personal branding can have on a person's career, business, sales, and future. I think it's the single greatest tool for building success that we have, and it's also one of the least talked about. It's hard to do a personal brand, and I feel like nobody's out there giving a clear step-by-step instruction on how to do it. I'm a helper. Remember, that's how I identify myself. I like to help other people become successful. I like to see other people get big and know that I help them get there. So for me, a big part of doing this podcast is helping the people around me get where they want to go. So why do you do what you want to do? I mean, obviously, you want to make money. You want to get a promotion, be successful, and jet set around the world like Richard Branson, right? But why? What does that get you? What's that core element that makes you excited, that gets you fired up? Here's an idea. Is there any topic that your friends and family members know not to bring up around you? For example, my husband knows better than to talk to me about personal branding. I like to joke that I had to do this podcast because he was really, really tired of listening to me babble about marketing and personality building. It's something that I'm so passionate about, and if the topic arises, I'll gladly hold court on it for hours at a time. I have to do a podcast because I have to have somebody to share all of my interest and fascination and passion with who's actually interested in it. And as much as I love my husband, marketing is not his cup of tea. So where's your passion? Where is your passion? Not your spouse's passion or your friend's passion or your boss's passion. Not anybody else. Just you. What lights your fire? What puts you on the edge of your seat? What gets you going? You know, it's okay if it's not the same thing as the person next to you. In fact, it probably isn't and it probably shouldn't be. You're building a personal brand. That brand should be different from everybody else because you are different from everybody else. We call this podcast the story of you because that's the story that we're trying to get told. You are not Richard Branson. Unless you are, in which case, thank you for listening, Sir Branson. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. But for all the rest of us, (laughs) the point is, you are you. And you know what? That's not half bad. Yeah, I know. I know. 
your last project failed or your last sales call failed, your last business failed. I get it. You failed. Good. Richard Branson said, We've never been 100% sure that any of the businesses we've started at Virgin were going to be successful. But over 45 years, we've always stood by our motto. Screw it. Let's do it. So you failed. So did Richard Branson. He says that failure is a necessary part of business. But here's the thing. The fact that you failed means that you tried. Almost 10 years ago, I decided that I was going to start a business with my friend. She had been doing psychic readings on eBay, and then eBay changed their rules and kicked off all the psychics. Since I knew a little bit about web design, she thought that we could offer a website that would be a refuge for all the displaced psychics from eBay. It failed. We just couldn't get any real attention to it, and the product kind of sucked. So we regrouped, started another business. This one actually got really good attention. Website had a lot of hits. Our social media campaign was very successful. Unfortunately, when we were doing our market research, we forgot to ask if the people we targeted had any money. They didn't. It failed. We tried again, this time a discount fashion retailer. Great attention, great marketing, and our vendors sucked. Literally, our entire business failed because we got in bed with some crappy vendors and manufacturers. Tried again. Next one had good attention, good marketing, but a messed up sales cycle. We got the leads in and the leads looked good, but we couldn't close them. Getting the picture? In 10 years, I've had dozens of failures, but I've used them to learn. I learned social media marketing on a failed project. I learned web design on a failed project. I learned copywriting on a failed project. I learned sales on a failed project. I learned inbound marketing on a failed project, and I learned personal branding on a failed project. You failed. Big deal. You still need to be you. Your brand should reflect who you are. You're not perfect, and that's okay. None of us are. Your story needs to be honest, even if that means that you're honestly not as perfect as you wish you were. The purpose of your personal brand is to tell the story of who you really are, a story that's still a work in progress. So until we talk again, keep writing the story of you. I can't wait to read the next chapter. Oh, and if you want to see show notes, links, transcripts, all that stuff for this episode, please go to www.com storyofyoupodcast.com slash episode two. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you all very soon. Mm-hmm.